This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to our platform, Option Forward. I'm Drew, the other half of the show, GQ Nesto. How you doing today? What it do, what it do, what it do. What it do. And we got a special guest, two very special guests today. Uh, he he been on the show before, but we're going to say, hey, what up, Big E? How you doing today? What's cracking, man? I know y'all sick of me. It's all good. I love you, though. What's up? So it's all love. And uh, the, the talent in the room today... She goes by uh, Miss Lala, college mom, Barker chick on social media handles, right? Doing backflips on Harleys and stuff like stuff you ain't never seen before. I'm just playing. Stay tuned. Everybody, welcome to the show, Lala. How you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing good. Appreciate oh. you having me. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, you know, you was uh, you was popping on everybody's internets. I want to say maybe a week ago, a couple weeks ago, because you did something special. Um, on, on on your bicycle, you know, on a motorcycle. On a, on a motorcycle. So you went from one place to another. Uh, what what did you do? Tell everybody what you do. I decided to ride my bike from Oakland, California, to New York, Brooklyn, New York, to be exact, and um, by myself, completely all alone. Never went that far. Never went outside of like the surrounding areas of California. No bodyguards. No. Let me ask you this. Were you like pissed off or something? Like you just needed that yeah, energy or some shit to just go across? Because no. that takes a lot of courage. Actually, I've always wanted to do it. I've always wanted, I love to ride. It was just a matter of having the time to do it. So since I recently graduated in May, it was kind of like a reward present for myself. Okay, well, there you go. And then also, my sister goes to school on the East Coast. And there's a little bit more backstory to that. But I was helping her move back into her dorm, so it was like, let's make this three for one. Graduation trip, help my sister, and enjoy riding my bike. Hit all the birds. That's what's up. So where where are you from originally? I'm from San Francisco. From San Francisco? I would say the city, but we down here, and I don't confuse nobody. Okay. (laughs) So when did you start writing? I officially started writing a little over six years ago. Okay. I believe, honestly, it was probably in me. I have a grandfather that rides. Um, he used to ride coast to coast, actually, up until five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't grow up around him, so that's why I joke and say it was genetics. But um, I started riding six years ago. She ride hard, y'all. She ride hard. Have, have you already had your, your, your welcome to biker life and just fell a little bit, scrape your knee? Oh, I've had all of that. 
Yeah. Oh, where's broken bones? Anything? No cool? broken bones, but I have definitely met the cement. I have definitely seen asphalt. I've definitely tripped over a rock. I have definitely been hit with a bug. I mean, it goes on. Any over mud puddle this morning? <laughs> <laughs> you went backwards on the rest stop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> here, right? But um, so I think five years ago was my first accident. I got hit. Coming down to L.A. Mm-mm-mm. Say it ain't so. To live and die in L.A. But, um, the, so I, what was I? I was on a sport bike. I was on my CBR 500 going to a international women's ride. And this was me. This is me. This is the car. So I didn't see it coming. I just felt the impact and was like, oh, shit. Blacked out. By the time I woke up, the ambulance was right there. So. so, like, when you woke up, you're like, shit, like, what the fuck happened? What was, it, what was your first reaction? The, they said the first thing that came out of my mouth was, where was my bike? I, I guess a typical biker, you get up, the general, and it's like, where's my bike, where's my bike, where's my bike, where's my bike? Dang. Man, that mother was, I didn't see it. That's love for a bike. Did, did, did you see the white light? No, but I did almost see my head get smashed before I blacked out. Oh, so it wasn't like, boom, pass no, out. It, it was, was like, like a, boom, hit. I got hit. I'm flying in the air. I'm still awake. Hey, I see this. I'm like, oh, shit. This is happening. <laughs> boom. Night, night. Now, this car never stops. Or the truck never stops. So my bag gets hooked under the thing, and they say I got drag team cards. Oh, shit. So the two wheels, the rear wheels are right here. Like I'm literally laying in this somehow perfect position to not get my fucking head. You, you have a calling in life. You I'm starting to believe that. You know, honestly, between all everything that I've done in life and death, you know, type of situations I face, I definitely believe that. You know, I wish I wasn't losing my voice, but whatever. Uh, what? Uh, you in school, or you said you graduated? What's so, yes. going on? I have currently two degrees. I have my associate in science and I have my bachelor's in kinesiology, which I just received in May. And now I'm going back to finish some prereqs. I have two to complete in order to apply to my PhD program. Okay. All right. Trying to be like the big dog over here. What's up? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just a, I'm just a big nerd. It's, it's all good. Nerds hang around nerds. What type, what type, of, what type of bike do you ride? Road Glide and No Glide. It's just the way it goes. I ride Harley Davidson 2016 Road Glide. Down the details, I have a 103 motor. Yes, I do pullback bars. They are 16 inches. Big Manny got them from me. R&B. And um, what else have I done? Nothing really. Uh, big Manny is one of the biggest legends in motorcycle history in this in this country. So y'all do your homework on Big Manny. Rest in peace to the big homie, though. Facts. So, so even after your, like, I don't want to say your accident, right? Oh, that was just one. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, so what makes you keep getting back on the bike? <clears throat> um, the best way to put it is, it's a passion, a love, a hobby. Um, when I played basketball, I didn't let a sprained ankle stop me from playing. Like, I, hell, I played on the sprained ankle. And then when it healed, I kept playing the sport. Whatever sport I played, I, I never let fear stop me from doing it. If I'm not going to do it, it's not going to be because of fear. It's going to be because I, I don't have an interest in it. 
Um, so after that accident happened, I I was down actually for a year. I was on a walker. Um, and once I got clearance and I was able to kind of hold a sport bike up, I sat on it and I would ride around the block in areas, but eventually I knew I needed a, I knew I needed a Harley, but I knew I wanted to test out the, uh, the cruiser's life because I knew I wanted to travel. And that trip down to LA on a sport bike was cool, but you don't want to be hunched over all damn day. Mm -hmm. Damn, you're like you're like Letty from Fast and the Furious. You know what I mean? You're like she went, died, came back. You know what I mean? Stop doing it. Like and rise, look, and rise. But how, so how was that? Uh, how was that trip from from Cali to New York? Like, what was your first stop? So the first day, I was like. I just gotta get through. Wait, what, what highway you went? For oh, I definitely took eighty. Okay. Like because I was going alone, and also I think there was a big ass fire in New Mexico. There was a wa water drought going on down south, and it was just a lot going on. So I was like, ah, I'll take eighty and go to New York. And so I end up actually dropping off of eighty and taking every other highway. But um, the first day, it was like I just want to get down as much miles as possible. And I did absolutely not that. I did the least amount of miles on that day, probably. I only did like 700 miles. Only? Where, where did you stop? <laughs> where did you stop? What was the first stop? Like, resting stop or stop? Motherfucker, stop. <laughs> day one was from my house to Salt Lake City. So San Francisco to Salt Lake. Yeah. So... Um, then after that, this is where I ate up all oh, the grounds, was from Salt Lake City to Indianapolis, Indiana, through the night, mm -hmm. no sleep, all the way through. Did you have like a bump bump or like something like a, a bump bump? <laughs> <laughs> how you stay awake? <laughs> oh, you mean that bump bump? <laughs> oh, oh. Like, coffee ain't gonna do that, no. especially writing. No, so actually, that's what's so funny. It's like, I actually don't like coffee. And the first time I had coffee was when I got to Indianapolis. But, um, no, so it was just energy drinks. But see, because I don't like the sugar, I switched to Bang, which is no sugar, so yeah, whatever. Uh, I try to watch that, and I don't know, talking, singing to myself, just and she Nebraska. Got, she got some good beat on her on her on her road guys. So. No, I don't. That is so stock. It's 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 louder than my headphones and my head Facts. and my helmet. Facts. So I mean, Facts. I'm comparing it to that. So that explains the voice being gone. So that means you're like like singing your way. Yeah, like I, I I love music. So being able to ride and have, I don't know, like I can have all my emotions in different songs. And so riding and having a playlist is like, it's freedom to me. And you can actually see her in, like I, I'm, I rode you behind can see her it as because riding. she got the little hair thing, like she got her braids. My helmet has dreads. Oh my God, bro. Like her, them braids be just swinging all over and i know she's having a good good time and uh i'm a little envious because i was like i want braids but then that's almost like me saying i want boobies so that's not really <laughs> me and boobies 
You, you, so what you what you singing to like some Keisha Cole or what what you doing like like why just, I gotta be all feminine? I'm just saying because I'm just saying because that that's the kind of shit I can drive for a long time. Why No, like straight to Keisha Cole. So everybody loves Keisha. Why y'all hating on Keisha? You know what's crazy? I don't think. And she for, for long roads, like you don't understand. I'll be doing the spear fingers and everything. <laughs> like, like long roads, Keisha Cole. That's that's the one. You know what I mean? Like, no, I oh think um, I do a lot of old school music. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm more of a like, I like the upbeat, but not this new whatever the hell going on. I'm more of an old school upbeat, old school type vibe. Mm-hmm. So that kind of keeps me moving. And then if I'm like tired, I need to pick me up in here. I throw on some rap. I'm yeah, kidding. I mean, don't, don't, you too old school. Biggie, Snoop. But still, it's more old school. It's not going to be this present day shit. No offense. No offense. Oh, <laughs> um, so let's talk about this this college path that you're on right now. What Man. got you interested in uh, uh, kinesiology? Um, I mean, you know what? Let's back it up. Some people out there don't even know what that is. Facts. What is it? So kinesiology is the movement of the body. Pretty much, it's every single science and biomechanics combined. I wish I would have knew that going in. That's fine. Um, but I pretty much have to take everything between physics, chemistry, biology, kinesiology, biomechanics, exercise physiology, anatomy, applied anatomy, and all those are just prereqs on top of my degree that I have to take in order to apply to the PhD program and do another three more years. So mm-hmm. why were you interested in that? Man, I ask myself that almost every day. So was it no. random tape? No, 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 no. Um, I fell in love with the body when I was a little kid. I remember when I was little, I used to watch like the birth shows all the time. I was just fascinated with the anatomy. You see her biceps? Damn, damn, girl. Sometimes about. Um. I've always played sports. Um, I like to fix things when I was little. Um, in preschool, my mom tells me stories. Um, I used to help the dating principal like fix the computers, programming. So I love to fix things and I love the body. So as I got older, I just kind of combined the two. And my love for sports and combined the three. And I was like, well, I know I don't want to be a doctor because I just don't, I don't, I just didn't want to be a doctor. I knew I couldn't be a surgeon and I was like, physical therapy it is because I like to fix things and I love to also interact with a lot of individuals that people think are different just because they don't appear to look exactly like them what what do you mean go into that what are we talking about elaborate um individuals with this disabilities um some are physical some are mental some are you can see some you cannot and um Actually, I think that's actually, you know what, I'm not talking about it. That's something actually no one knows about me. Um, I technically actually have an injury that I was born with, uh, or that happened at birth. But this injury only happens two type of ways, commonly. Birth and motorcycle accidents. So I find it ironic as hell that mine's happened at birth and I ride a motorcycle. But I suffered brachial plexus injury from birth. So I think that also ties into why I wanted to go into physical therapy. 
Brachial plexus injury is. I was just waiting on you to take your breath. <laughs> Brachial plexus. <laughs> Brachial plexus injury is also known as Herb's palsy. It's um, damage to your brachial plexus region, which is your shoulders. So in the rear part of your shoulder, posterior part of your shoulder, you have a group of nerves that's called your brachial plexus. Your arm, as we call it, arm is we call it your brachii or your brachialis. So that means it's going to be in your shoulder arm area. When you normally give birth to a child, they, you know, pull the head. Well, I was a big fat baby and they pulled too hard and it tore these nerves. So the way the body works, brain sends the message to the muscle through the nerves. If the nerves are damaged, it can't get the message to the muscle. So it causes weaknesses to the point that I've had in this arm to where I've had to compensate and become left-handed. Yeah, you so you're so My yes, that is definitely a injury lawsuit, and let's just say it wasn't handled properly. Shit. So I was shit out of luck, but it's okay because I'm still here. Because allegedly it was a matter of life or death. They say like you know, the baby, like you you can only be in there for so long before you go in distress, like in the middle of the canal. Um, so they were like, it's it's kind of like. Will pull you and tear your brachial plexus or die in the womb or in the birth canal. That's something. So yeah. it's like. Yes. I was over 10 pounds. Ugh. I was a big baby. Damn. I wasn't the biggest. Just not trying to put my mother's business out there. So you, but you, but you played ball, right? You played. Growing ball. up, I played ball, football, volleyball, soccer, cross country, baseball. So how did your, your I don't want to say, your ability, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, how did that affect that? Or did it have any effect at all? It did. Um, ultimately, the body is amazing. That's why I love it. it. I learned how to adapt. And I would say psychologically first. Like, my brain wired itself to be like, use your left hand. Like, if you can't reach, use your left one. Um, so it, it never hindered me. It just made me have to learn and do it a different way. And so from, yeah, day one, I've always had to work hard. Like, you can still shimmy, right? Like, just, you good? Like, or, like, one's, like, all that. It doesn't go higher than this. No way. Like, I can't lift it higher than this. How do you ride? That's why I have full back bars. Bruh. So people in Cali. No, but, like, why? Like, isn't that, like, pain right there, especially, like, after a couple hours? Pain, no. No? Nerves are damaged, so I don't have any nerve pain. Um... Only type of pain that I probably still feel every so often was like in this region, my deltoid area. I used when I was younger, I used to get like micro tears in the muscle. Mm. But that's probably because I was way too active as a kid. But bruh. But okay, so the reason I'm saying bruh is because like literally the way that she rides, you would never know that she has this physical difference. So with the pullback bars, it allows this one to be like this. Mm. Damn, wow, that's something else right there, boy. And just, like, I don't know. My mom never really babied me for it, mm -hmm. you know? Like, if anything, I have an older brother. Sorry. That's good. I have an older brother, but he passed away, and um, he always teased me. So, um, you know, big brother shit. So it was like, 
I had to learn to be tough. I had to learn, you know what I mean? Like, so nobody was, nobody but him was ever able to tease me about my arm, ever. Mm. And because one, you wouldn't know about it unless I told you, or you probably saw me trying to reach for something you like, was lift your arm up. But, um, so I just learned to be tough, you know, thick skinned around it. And like I said, my mom never, never told me no, I couldn't um, play sports. She was never like, oh no, I don't want you to hurt your arm. Oh no, oh no, oh no. It's no. like, go, go. She was very supportive of me being active. That's dope. Damn. Yeah, that's dope. Gangster. Right so you earn your stripes there. Appreciate it. For yeah. sure. All right, next though, say you gangster, oh, then you gangster. West Side. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh do you do your own maintenance on your bike? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. I have changed my own key ignition. I have changed my own windshield. I have. Change my own seat. <laughs> okay. You know, but, um, no, you know what? No, I did do something. Uh, when I went to Vegas, my bike broke down. I broke my, my gear shifter, the one that you hit down on. And I pulled into the gas station, went like this, and I'm up like, and that was it. And so I had to manually hand shift the next day, 30 miles to Harley, buy the piece, and fix it. But that was like just some screws and put it back on there. That's the only thing. No oil changes, no no updates. I don't want to do that type of stuff right now just because that's not my play bike. That's my touring bike. Damn. Oh, and speaking of which, I don't have one yet. I'm waiting on Harley oh, to okay. give me one. Look, I'm waiting on Harley to give me one. Right. It's in the progress. But the reason why, another reason why I feel confident right now and not working on my bike when it comes to mechanical things is because people will tell me. People have issues with Harleys all the time. And it's not because, I don't feel like because of Harleys, it's because they put band-aids on gigantic open-ass wounds. I take my bike to the shop where it is under warranty, guaranteed mm -hmm. to be fixed, and I don't have no issues. I just rode over 6,000 miles, over 6,500 miles, and my bike didn't have a single problem. Like, I know people who can't even leave the bay and go to Bakersfield without no problems. And I went there and back, so I say that to say not in like a, ooh, it's more like a, I feel confident in my maintenance team. Shout out, Ryan. Appreciate you if you're on here. Um, I feel confidence in what they're doing, and it makes me feel comfortable and confidence. And that's what's key in riding that motorcycle. If you have a doubt, oh, I can't do this, oh, that bike will, will do just that. Mm -hmm. Whatever the hell you think, oh, I'm about to hit that, it's going to go there and you will hit that. Like, you mm -hmm. can't have those type of thoughts. You have to be confident in yourself and in your motorcycle. Yeah, that's crazy because you just brought up uh, whatever you think and we just rode through that rain. And I didn't have a doubt in my mind. As a matter of fact, I was still going. I was still going. She 70 miles and I couldn't even see. And I he was, was still moving. I was moving. Because in my head, it was like, once we get through this rain, we're going to be all right. So <laughs> let's just keep going. Like, I couldn't see though. Like, I, and, it was and just when great. I realized that she wasn't behind me, then I pulled over to the nearest rest stop and I just stayed there until I saw her like literally coming to a slow crawl to the, to the rest <laughs> stop. And then I made her go backwards. <laughs> she went backwards against traffic to ride across a big old mud puddle to get into the rest stop, which was dope because then, you know, yeah, we were able to regroup and, and yeah, yeah, that was that was that was an experience 
for sure. That's always the best part about writing is you think, oh, like, we knew it was raining yesterday. But it was like, oh, it ain't gonna be no rain. We ran down there. I didn't have no waterproof clothes. I, I actually took my rain gear out of my motorcycle. I know before y'all get me, I know, I know. I took it out. So everything I had on was drenched. I mean, like, drenched and uncomfortable. Because mm -hmm. We ain't gonna talk him, about you standing next to the bread, but <clears throat> inside joke. For sure. So they say like, but <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all gotta tell us a joke now. Oh, uh, okay. So she told me. <laughs> so she. I'm told going me, <laughs> She told me that if she gets the use of talk because I made her stay in them wet clothes most of the day. Yes, I was trying to go to the hotel to change and walk like and as a woman. That's the nerve to stand over a, a big old pile of bread. Oh, like you did. This like. <laughs> 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 For the record, I don't have I was saying, if I go back and I find out, I'm like, this moist is not good. It's not good for us down there from the wet in our clothes. You know, when you go swimming, we got to take our swim clothes off. It's for a reason. They take, you take that shit off immediately. But you know, you got people on social media bragging about being wet all day. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to figure it but out. See, that was the other joke. <laughs> that was the other joke. But we talking about... <laughs> Being drenched from a storm. I was trying to think of the right words because you know, obviously being drenched from a storm. It's very unhealthy. It's not good to have your skin wet. And ladies, if you don't know, please keep your area clean and dry. And um, yeah, keep the moist clothes and the tight panties off of that. Thank you. It's not a good wet. No, no, see, that has to come internally. That That's the yeah, only that's good the funky way. That's the funky way. That's the way. That's that walk by air nasty. Don't listen to me. Don't, don't pay me any mind right now. But yes, so, in other words, it was very important for me to take a shower just because I am, yes, I'm a lady. For sure. That's all. So, other than riding, what else do you like to do? Shit, ain't no more time to do anything else between college mom and biker. That's, that's it. Um, no, honestly, I love, 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 love taking care of my family. Um, man, I don't even know where to begin with that one. We got time. Say it now. You got time today. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I've always been that motherly child where... When my mom was out of the home working, I've always was the one cooking, cleaning, taking care of my older brother, younger brother, and eventually younger sister. Um, my other recent viral video, I guess, is was me announcing that I am actually a former foster youth. I was taken from my mom and placed into foster care two weeks after my ninth birthday, exactly two weeks after my ninth birthday. And the reason why I bring this up with that backstory is because Nothing means more than keeping my family together when everything is, is just been trying to keep us apart. Um, so I was able to gain custody of my sister. I made a promise when I was 11 years old that I would get custody of her if she was still in foster care. And I did that. When my mm. sister was 13, when she was 12, she came to stay with me. When she was 13, I got legal custody and 
She's over at her school, which I would announce, but I don't know y'all all up in her stuff. She's over at school, 4.0, phenomenal, full ride. Please I mean, don't. you just can't ask for nothing more. She got up out of California. She's the first one to leave, like leave and be able to go to the East Coast and stay. I um, couldn't be more proud as a sister and as a guardian. Like I, even my mom jokes, and we we all have a family dynamic where it's whoever is the best person for the job, step up for it. Mm. Simple as that. Man, that sound that sound kind of like you, Drew. What's that? You stepped up. I stepped up. Yeah, you was the best man for the job. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nesto, we got Nesto right here. He stepped up to the job. You That's know, real? I mean, y'all really work work well together. You know what I'm saying? And then like the the family dynamic. You know what I'm saying? So just hearing that is just like really dope to me. Like, man, you know, it just made me think of my own family. Hey, we'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> what um. Like in all your experiences, you know what I'm saying, whether negative or a positive, what do you believe like has kept you going? Like, is is, is it a spiritual other man or? Well, 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 I, I want to add something to that, because, oh no, I, 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 in the past I I I actually wrote as well. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and when you write, you kind of feel like you know you want to be the sons of anarchy. You know what I mean? Remember, I had my little <clears> days where you feel like let me be outlaw. You know what I mean? You can't catch me. Um, so how do you stop yourself? Like, because anybody going through your situation and like the way you're describing and the shit that you've been through, I mean, it's easy to say, I want to hate life easy. Right. And, Mm. and obviously being in a motorcycle, you're like YOLO, you know, and Mm. there's a lot of temptation to, to just, you know, go ape shit and just, you know, just fuck it. Right. (laughs) So, so. With all that negative that you've been through, you have a lot of positive. So where is it that that stop that you're just like, you know, kind of like that that little stopper at, 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 when you when you get your shit at Starbucks, you know what I mean? That it just mm-hmm. stops, even though that shit is boiling hot. Like that shit just, you know, obviously keep you from doing stupid shit. Mm. The negative is what keeps me doing positive. What kind of negative? Well, that's that's good. That's some good negative then. Um. Or, or like the, the, things, the feelings. Like, no, like the things I've seen, like the negative things okay. I've seen, I didn't want that for me. I didn't want it. I didn't want it for my son. I didn't want it for me. I didn't want it for my family. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But you're still behind the bike. You know what I mean? And the you, bike doesn't mean outlaw. The bike doesn't mean, the bike doesn't mean negative. The bike for me is positive. Mm. If it's anything, freedom, the bike keeps me from bashing somebody head in, if anything. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's the scary part. Like, every time I would be mad, like, me and him would get into it, and I would just be like, fuck it, I'm just going to get on the bike. Just smash. That's the hardest thing you to do. Mean? Never get on the bike mad. I'm and and I, that would be my therapy. Like, as mm-hmm. soon as I would go and I would feel like my life is, is just one little pin drop away from, from like, dying. And you know, okay. and you know you, what, Nesto? I totally hard. understand that. I totally understand what you're saying. And 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 it's a both end, right? It's 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 what you said, and it's what she said, right? Because I know for myself, I I ride before I go to work. I'm a principal. I ride to work, and then when I go to work, I do my work, and then I leave work, and then I'm on my bike, and I feel free, and I feel. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Relief, you know, so it's like those things that, and then there's some times where I, I, I yeah. pick it up and I'm, you know, I got to give you, I, I got to I gotta turn it up a little bit. And, and I got the music in my headphones and I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm at a speed that I shouldn't be at. And then I come on, I come off of it, and then I'm coasting at a nice I'm cool. Little, and I'm cool. I got Once it I out. touch 115, I'm cool. No, I feel like once you feel like you're about to die, you're kind of like, oh, shit, all right, I'm cool, I'm cool. I think I'm too scared. And the reason why I say scared is I'm too scared to die because I have a small child. And unfortunately, I'm all he has. Mm-hmm. So... And to touch back on what you said earlier, that's why I've truly started to believe that I am here for a reason. Because the numerous death situations from accidents or whatever, like, it just makes me realize, like, I have, I have this little boy. Like, who, who's going to take care of my, ch- my kid? Like, who? Who? I, I, I can't just leave my kid. I can't be reckless out here. So that's definitely changed my way, the way I ride on my bike. Because it's on my sport bike, I was reckless. And um, but but it's not really you. Sometimes there's a lot of people, and and, and I I can include myself before I started writing that I didn't respect the writer, mm-hmm. right? No, that's until, yeah, until, facts. until I I actually wrote, I learned to respect. It. Thank you. You know what I mean? And Thank I think you. that that's the problem. Like, it's not about your writing. It's about somebody not like checking the blind spot. You know, just it, it's always a. Um, people being on their phones and shit like that. Like That's true. However, and I'm only going to say this on the other side because I've been that aggressive rider where it's like, use your blinker, you know, use it or lose it. If you don't use that blinker that's on your mirror, well, yes. Um, however, I've also seen a lot of people lose their lives like that. Yeah. Growing up in the Bay, I don't know how many, mm-hmm. people, I don't know how many people have been shot and killed mm-hmm. on highways because of some shit like that. It's like, ah, so was it worth it? Now, you know, I had to sit and think about that. Like, what if I roll up to the wrong car because he cut me off and some shit, and I roll up to the wrong car, pop in my mouth. <laughs> and get popped. Yeah. 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 You know, so like, T-Rail is an artist. He said some shit that just made sense. Like, not, he put in a song, it was just like, it's not that I'm scared to respond. Everything just don't need a response. Because nowadays, you got to understand, with... The mental health crisis with the the, the drug <laughs> epidemic thing. Um, a lot of individuals and communities are not able to develop empathy, sympathy, nothing. So 
me trying to reason with someone who literally just doesn't comprehend and have nothing to lose and don't care, it's not worth it. You can have that. Go and, ahead. and the other piece is, is and, and that's what you brought up around people not being uh, comfortable with, uh, with, with riders. Like, this is an opportunity for us to, like, everybody is connected to somebody who rides a motorcycle, right? And, you know, like, look twice, look three times. For sure. You know, and then as riders, you know, I think it's really important for us to make sure that we're checking twice, checking three times, making sure that, you know, we're going at a comfortable speed, that we're not scaring people with our revs. You know what I'm saying? Because I've I've revved and ah! person come into my lane. Right? Well, that's the dumbest stuff in the world. Why would you go? If I blow my horn, you're going to go towards the sound? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Because that's what we're saying. It'd be happening. It'd be happening. No, but that... I, but, I may be like... I've caught myself. Like, like if I, I blow like, my if I blow my horn, you're going to go towards well, it? Well, not even though... It's when, when you red... When you, when you, you, some people, you, some people are like, that means you got caught slipping, not you no, per se, no. but the, like, like for me, I, I would assume if I hear a rev on this side, the only way I'm going to do this is because I low key zoned out. You know, you know, you can be there, you know, you, you're driving, you're there, but you're not really there. So when you get startled, it's like you go that direction. But, but I'm, what I'm speaking to is that like, wherever your head goes, it, that's that where bike is going. That, that's where the bike is going. And in the self same manner, Wherever your head goes, that's where the that's where the car goes. And so a lot of times when people are looking for the sound, they'll bring it over and then they get but if they already saw you in a rearview mirror or they kinda you know, they kinda move over and give you the lane, which is awesome. Thank you people who do that. But I just I just wanted to acknowledge that I hear uh, both sides of this coin and I really appreciate y'all bringing it up and I think I'm gonna always rev my engine so I'm mindful I don't have no DMD pipes so I don't, it's not like mines are really really loud mm -hmm. I did remove my bafflers bufflers whatever from my slip-ons that I have so they are a little bit louder but I'm a firm believer in safe pipes uh, loud pipes save lives yes because um yeah yeah um yeah, loud pipes save lives. Well, it's just it's just people that they don't really. I think they don't care. They, there, there's a big misconception of, uh, about riders. So like a rider is a, yeah like yeah motorcycles. A rider is oh you're Outlaw. crazy you're yeah, this Outlaw. you're that right and um, there's like I mean when I ride I like to cruise you know what I mean like I'm not trying to cause any trouble I'm not trying to do a willy like. Um, and I think that that's the problem that people see that and then they're like, oh, he's crazy. He deserves it. Or, you know, just people are not being mindful. When people say that, that is, to me, that brings back a lot of emotions for me. I don't like that. To have that much disregard to someone's life. I don't give a damn if they were doing a willy with no hands. For you to be like, well, that's what you get when they lost their life. At the end of the day, this individual was out enjoying themselves while whether or not they were doing it appropriately does not mean it's so it's okay to be like well that's what you get and that's the thing i don't like we experienced about that too, social man. media on the freeway <laughs> like the lady was literally like she saw that we were approaching and she knew she couldn't fit she knew she couldn't fit and the truck was like right here on the, you know on the right lane so she was trying to speed up and jump into the lane but she knew she could not fit mm -hmm. so it was like you know what i'm going to speed up to where now i have to hit my brakes and slow down if I'm going at a high speed and I tap my brakes the wrong way, I can lose traction. Mm -hmm. That's my life. So 
You got no bumper. You know what I mean? <laughs> even with you gear. Even with gear. Like, yeah, you're right. No bumper. <laughs> no bumper. Like, that's it. No jumper, no so bumper. I'm like, and if I hit the back end of you, I'm going over your vehicle. Like, and you might run me over. <laughs> but it was just like, it was the blade now. If she would have, if her response would have been like, you know, my bad, I didn't see you. Not, not, not a response. If that was the case, I, I know people make mistakes, but I watched her from my rear view. I'm like, watch, watch her, watch her try to do some dumb shit and cut off. And I'm like, then she got two. I'm like, no, nah, she's not gonna do that. Like, I'm right here. She, I don't know that. I'm right here. Oh. So and then what like, did I do? Oh man, he, I'm, I'm allegedly petty <laughs> because I wasn't gonna let her back over now. <laughs> so we gonna play these games. So I thought he was on the same level as me. I thought, I, thought we, I thought we was here. So when we get around, I'm in front of her. He takes the right lane. I'm like, yeah, ha ha, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he takes, he puts his blinker on, takes the exit. We're in the middle of nowhere, so I know this is not my fucking exit. There's no gas station. I'm like, why are we taking this fucking exit? Get to the stop. What did I say? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I was just proving a point. Well, I'm just, we're just gonna let them go ahead, you know, so then we don't have to worry about it. I was like, you know what? I, you're right. I'm not mad or disturbed or nothing, but it's the blatant disrespect of my life. Well, you were in that much of a rush. Guess what? I'm gonna make you slow down today. You can go 60 miles behind me in him. Yeah, I just didn't want to take the chance of getting ran over. Oh, I, 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 I just wanted to make it here. Oh, my camera was on. Oh, look, my camera was, look, my video camera was rolling at that point, so by all means. <laughs> I don't care about the camera. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to make it here. I was going to, yeah, I wasn't going to do anything. It was just slowing you down. It's That's the only way that I feel that I could, yes, there are some people who would be assholes and just completely hit you over show awareness to be like slow your ass down like literally I'm, I'm going to get in front of you and i'm you're going to see my hand like slow down it where are you in that much of a rush to that you might cause someone to lose their life and then you have a blatant disregard for it but then the moment i do anything response i'm going to be the riled up one you're the outlaw i'm or the petty one Yes, very petty, very petty. But it's like, you know, like, I, I, I get the whole thing, you know, not everything deserves a response to, but it's like, so like, you know, you, know, you pick your battles. Now, now, what would you say to all these, uh, um, and I don't want to make it gender specific, but like anybody that's dealing with some sort of um, disadvantage or disability or anything that want to ride and they're scared of all that like what 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 words of encouragement would you give them like to just be like yolo don't let fear stop you from living like that is literally like you cannot let fear keep you in the house like oh i'm afraid of this i won't do that i'm afraid of that what if what if they don't like me like what if I was scared to meet this big ass dude? Like, I would probably don't know if I would even be here right now. I wouldn't have been able to meet you. Like, you know, so it's like, unfortunately life, you just gotta understand life comes with, or life, riding motorcycles, whatever you're doing, it comes, everything comes with risk, benefits. And you have to decide on whether or not 
if the pros outweigh the cons for yourself. But never let fear stop you from living your life. Just, mm -mm. that sounds like you'll be trapped in your own body, mind. Sounds like imprisonment. Have for you sure. always had that mindset? I think so. And, I, and the only reason why I say that is because growing up with like my brothers and my mom, like my brother, like, you know, I'm the little sister. So my mom would be like, oh, take your little sister. And it was like, ah. So I, I never had the chance to really be like, um, what am I going with this? I never had the chance to wear I never wanted to be the reason why this didn't work, like the frustration or whatever. So it was like, you know what? I'm not gonna fail at this. If my brother feel like I'm walking too fucking slow, well guess what? I'm gonna walk faster. I'm not gonna fail. Like failing in is failure failure is my fear. But you can't fail though. Exactly. As long as, as you long don't as quit. Trying. As long as you don't quit, you can't fail. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's like, like it's like the whole like the whole gist of it. As long as you as long as you don't, you keep going. You're not failing, but failing is my biggest fear. So I can't stop. Mm. Wow, that's a different perspective. Cause I, 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 I actually embrace failure. I embrace like not winning or falling because I think it's, it, it is something that you can learn from. But if you get back up, is it failure? Nah. I don't think so. But, but at the same time, we, we live we live every day to have an experience, right? Mm. So I yeah. think these are the experiences that like kind of help you navigate through through life. You know what I mean? Like through choppy waters and shit. He you know? was just saying he was like, um, "It's not weight you carry; it's fuel." Yeah. And my response was, "Through the thick of it, sure, the hell didn't feel like it. It felt like weight." It felt like heavyweight, and I there was no one around to help take none of this shit off. Um, but I don't know. That never stopped me. I just I never wanted to fail. Like you know, I knew this stuff hurt. It was pain. It was it was it was heavy. It was hard. I was by myself. Blah 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 blah. But I couldn't fail. Well, the just, the world's gonna go with or without you. You know what I mean? So you, you it's all about your approach. <laughs> I mean, you better pick it up or something. Yeah, that's just. Uh, like, what are you going to do? Just complain all and then nobody's going to be what there. Gonna everybody, about it? Everybody's just going to get annoyed. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, my God, get over it. Like, exactly. shit. You know, so sometimes you just have to just roll with it, you know, and hope for the best. Because what's the other choice? Exactly. No, seriously. Um, yeah, come to find out. Um, I actually thought a lot of people knew I was in foster care. But come to find out, they actually didn't. And but I can think back on why as a child I or as a teenager and all that stuff, I when you're ripped away from your family, you become a little secluded. You don't want to talk to nobody. You don't trust nobody. Like, why are you here? Who are you? It amplifies those tactics that you learn to survive in the hood when you are ripped away from the only home that you know. Wow. So I've had to, I've had to learn to really like trust individuals again just in general, like, which I tell you all the time, like, you're so dope because, like, he's just a dope-ass individual, like, real, genuine, like, I'm like, what, like, given my background, my lifestyle, like, you don't really just meet, a, especially on the opposite gender, you mm -hmm. know, let's, let, like, we, we can address that, like, it's, 
especially with motorcycle scene in a set. Opposite genders, apparently, it's very hard to be platonic. Mm-hmm. And this dude didn't know me from a can of paint. Nothing. We link up, we make it's immediate vibes, and we just been, he's been 100% supportive of everything that I fucking do. Like, But see, is, is, okay, so this is how I am. Alright, so. With everybody, though, that's real shit. That's so just everybody. When, when I see somebody is doing something positive, then I'm gonna big it up. When y'all did y'all podcast, this podcast used to be called How Is Your Day Podcast. So if you haven't looked at that, take a look at that too. And see he how see how big this has turned into. Like they've really graduated, right? And then like it's just you can't be around me and not have my support because I feel like I have the support of the people that's around me. But when it comes to women and motorcycles, I just I just find it so intriguing that Number one, they ride. Number two, they they do some amazing things to their bikes to 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 have them perform on their bikes in ways that I've not even seen men perform, right? And so I'm impressed by it, right? So there there are people you guys might want to check them out. Queen Sit, hey, you shout got, out you sis. got Emma B, you got Sega, uh, Sega Invasion, um, you got. Uh, uh, you got Vicla Chicla over at Layla Harley. You got uh, Killer. Uh, it's like Killer. Like you got look. You got to say it like, like Killer. You got to say it that way. <laughs> you, got, you got Peachy. Oh my God, Peachy. So you look at Peachy and you're like, Oh my God, she's so beautiful. But then, like when you see how she rides, then the only thing for me that I'm paying attention to is that she's riding harder than I've seen most men. And yes, she's beautiful while she's doing it, but she's she's dope and so for me i want to push that i want to push the narrative that you know people can be more than what you think that they are because i know when people look at my big ass you give a lot of respect you you give respect like you give respect but you know you 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 you, you, know you (laughs) how many motherfuckers on the set do you know let's just say was that would literally smile on my motherfucking goddamn face but not respect me. No. You get love because you respect people and people respect you. Like, it's... Like... I don't know. I just think that... I think I come from a place... And, and you guys can attest to this. I think we come from places where, like, you just invest in what you believe in. And that's, you know... You know, think about Tiffany. Like she got her Bike Life magazine, Bike Life, Bike, B I K E L Y F E, right? See. So like it's is that it's dope because she's interviewing. She does. She's doing the same thing you guys do. I'm on issue number five with with everyone. Like she, anybody that she meets, no matter if they're in a club, they're not in the club. She's just interviewing them and putting them in her magazine, and right. like she funds it herself. So I guess for me. It is, you know, when we talk about motorcycles, when we talk about life in general, like what is the the main thing that we can learn from the thing that we're doing or what what skills or ideologies are we incorporating to make this world a better place? And I'm just going back to what you talked to, right? Like, you know, we only got this one life, right? And like we gonna live it, but 
or we're going to let it pass us. We're going to let the life pass us by. And I, yeah, we, we can't do that. We you don't want to be left behind. Sir, can no. you just, sir, sir, can you just take your flowers today, please? Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Some people don't know how to take a compliment. You know, they'd be like, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Just say thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I was thought I was telling him um, earlier that like I really true believe that you know we got to live with this gratitude and and be humble. And I was telling him, I mean, it sounds fucked up, but but it's like find somebody that you can admire with proven results, mimic what they're doing, and then find somebody that's fucked up more than you and help them. That's, you know all, that's what it's all about. Like it you, you like that when you said huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. 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 That humility, like you, you're being humble. You know what I mean? You're, you're, um, cause, dude, it's like you're gonna die, and they're gonna be, they're gonna cry about you for like maybe two years, and by the third year, they yeah, might forget about you. You know what I mean? So it's like, how long do they want like, it? I, I'm not trying to be forgotten. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to, like, want to leave and, a legacy. Well, and the thing is, is that the le uh, the legacy, a legacy, is basically a garden you'll never see. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's almost like shit like you have to create this picasso of you and hope it sticks and people you know find value mm -hmm. to that mm -hmm. so yeah i can i can dig that facts yeah, i'm definitely trying to install and steal all that in my little legs he's like the male version of me he looks exactly like me <laughs> just a different chromosome <laughs> that's tight would you um I mean, it's probably like going to be a generational thing now, but you think you're you going to encourage him to ride? So my son is, he's a nerd. He's a nerd. <laughs> nerds, nerds give birth to nerds, I guess. I don't know. Um, but he likes riding. I think he likes riding with me. I think he likes the bonding time. Um, but... To him, he's hella nonchalant right now. He's nine, he's going to that like beginning preteen stage where it's like, he'll be like, I don't know why people be acting like it's a big deal when they see us on the bike, like, it's a motorcycle. But he's grew up around them. So it's like, I don't see what a big deal is. He's like, it's a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but then there's times where like, out of nowhere, he just told me, mom, can you take me to Reno on the bike? Huh? He said, no, I'm, I'm big enough now. Can, can we go to Reno on the bike? No, that's a long ride, buddy. But um, when he shows interest, I use, um, we ride. So I don't know what he wanted to do as far as if he's going to ride or not. I'm definitely not going to force him because before motorcycles, I balled. Ball was life. I mean, capital I, L-I-F-E. Apparently I can't spell. Um, and my son does not like basketball at all. Mm. Like, the me before motorcycles would have been probably crushed. Like, I would have never thought that I would have a kid. As much as I played ball, my brothers, we all superstars in the sport, athletic family. 
and my kid wants nothing to do with this sport. So just really, he'll play hockey or ice skate, but <laughs> to, the, the sports I played, he wants. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, alrighty. Be like the black Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, like, like, but he's into computer coding, engineering, physics, like that's more up his area, and. Um, Creating toys, which is so crazy. That was a dream of his when he was like two, three years old. He's like, I want to make toys for a penny so everybody can buy toys. Mm -hmm. And so he has this 3D pen and he literally makes toys that he plays with and his friends. That's dope. Wow. Oh, he's an amazing chef. Is he? I want him to hear this. He's an amazing chef. He's nine. And some of his food tastes better than mine's. I am going to admit that. But that's my son. That means I did an amazing job. So Outstanding. I, I'm okay with my child being better than me in anything. Everything good? Like, like is the baby daddy involved or, or he's out the picture? No, he comes around when he won't. Oh, okay. So he ain't getting shit from him. It's basically all the good traits from you then. I'm going to say he learns a lot from me. Hmm. He learns a lot from me. But I also, genetics, the way genetics work, I see a lot of his dad in him. But my son is a carbon copy of me. And I don't know if it's genetics or because he's always around me too. Um, I mean, he likes the same things. He's excels in math the same way I did. The little boy should be in fourth grade. He's in fifth. Um, hmm. I mean, he's a, like, he's a real respectful kid to the point like I put him in a uh, summer program in a more not so suburban area. My kid went to private school, so I put him in a more urban area, summer program, and um, my son came home and was like, um, the kids are toxic, and so are the adults. But he doesn't do that, that's me rocking, but it's like the kids are, <laughs> it's like the kids, the kids are toxic, the adults are too, I don't wanna go back. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I had to respect the fact that he was able to vocalize, like, Mom, like, this that's not how you raise me, and I don't want no part to that. Mm. Okay. I have to trust in my instillings and upbringings and know that my son will be a better version of me, mm. just in general. I'm doing everything that I'm doing now so he doesn't have to. If my son has to work is he has to work as hard through the situations that I've gone through. I have failed as a mother. Mm. We well, yeah, they're not even tax write-offs anymore. So, you know what I mean, they better they better fucking do something with their life. You know what I mean? Like shit. You know what I mean? That shit's coming out of pocket. That shit's no. Like, no. The thing that kills me is the online shit. That's where you gotta go get a job. The Roblox and the mind bucks and the mind grid. I don't go to work. To put the money on the on the game in the in the, in the let system. him be a nerd. He's gonna get you out of working. You know what I mean? That's that's the way to go. Wherever he's wherever, wherever he's, he's going. going. Yeah, like yeah, that coding is not for me. Yeah, <laughs> Take away the bike. You know what I mean? Like no no no. That'd be dope if he got into bikes. If he really wants to tear a bike apart, I think that'd be a dope um, experience for him. Get like some old bike, probably something he can do, tear the bike apart, and have him put it back together. 
I used to do that with computers when I was younger, so I wouldn't be surprised if he can do it, honestly. Damn. I wish there was like a like a like an insurance policy, like a life insurance policy for writers. You know, you know, you're kind of fucked if you're if you're if you're trying to like basically say that you ride and all these things. I'm just like, I was just thinking right now. I was like, fuck, it would be cool. They wouldn't be so like judgmental about that because like your premium will go like a lot higher, especially on the life insurance, especially for people that have families and shit like that. Like it'll be it'll, it'll be cool. <clears throat> I have a decent rate. And I didn't get my life insurance policy until after my first accident. As soon as I came home. Really? Oh, so he's sad. Immediately. Oh, yeah. No. I, <laughs> I think I made a post about it. And, my, and according to my son, he he, I, he doesn't have enough money. <laughs> Did you see that video? <laughs> <laughs> Rack up that coverage. like. <laughs> <laughs> because the prices in homes are so damn expensive. He was like, I can't even buy a house with that. And I was like, you're like, I'm not going to Texas. <laughs> I was like, wait, are we not even going to address the fact that that I died first? You're just going to say, well, I can't buy a house with that. I was like, damn. Smart man, but damn. Walking middle fingers, I'm telling you. They're not even tax write-offs, so they don't care about shit. You know what I mean? They don't care. They, they don't. They don't. <laughs> They're over here, like, thinking past all that shit. That's, that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Kids. It's crazy. Hey, but you know what? And we're coming to the end of our show. Um, at every every opportunity we get a chance, we always open up the microphones to our guests and uh, the other half of the show uh, to leave any parting words of wisdom, nuggets, information, anything you want to share with the viewers and the listeners. And today, we're going to start with Miss Lala. Lately, I've been ending on Be Great because you never know who you may inspire. Biggie. You know what? I I always be trying to say something hella deep, but you know, granddad used to say this before we I walk out of his house every time and he say, Don't take no wooden nickels now. <laughs> and so I'ma just leave y'all with that. Don't take no wooden nickels now. For sure, Chicky Nesto. Shit, I just gotta say, man. Um Stop being a victim. If you think you are, stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just just roll with it you know like you, you we all have like only a specific time in this earth so make the best of it you know um pouting and you know moping around ain't gonna do shit like the world's gonna go with or without you amen all right and once again we thank you for tuning in um i would say um be grateful for what you have because somebody else probably got less but uh i'm your boy drew we are option four we see you guys next time peace Peace.